0: Needless to say, I'm glad to be here tonight. And camp meeting is the high spot of my life.
1: I look forward to it all year long.
0: And I'll do just about whatever it takes to get there. And so far, God has blessed me to be here most every time. (coughs) I'm thankful for it. I believe it has a a special place with everybody. I believe God ordained it. I believe it's right. And I, I know the reason why it was started. I know a little bit about the ones who started it. I thank God for them. They put their time and their labor and their effort behind it, and I believe it's here to stay, and I like it. Thought about camp meeting. A lot of our (coughs) folks' children seem like they come home to God then. That's where I first made my start. I got my sins forgiven on the last Sunday night, 1948. I meant business then, and I mean business now. Uh, A lot of people have passed and gone. A lot of good people. They used to be good preachers that held up the gospel high. They're in heaven today. Brother Harry mentioned today that they had it, and we've got it today. And that ain't all we intend to keep it. If anybody thinks that we're about to change, or that we're about to get started on something new, or that we're trying to get some new kind of doctrine you're entirely mistaken but we have found the old path and we're walking in it we intend to keep it that way with god's help The Lord has to do the work, though. Yes, does. Yeah. That's right. We are not sufficient of ourselves no. to think anything as of ourselves, but our sufficiency is of God, who hath made us able ministers of the New Testament, not of the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter killeth, but the Spirit it maketh alive. We didn't learn our wisdom through man's teachings, but I thought, i uh, I make grammatical errors and things like that, but kind of like the old Apostle Paul said that, brethren, when I came to you, I came not with excellency of speech or wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of our God, I determined not to know anything right. among you, save Jesus Christ and him crucified. And my speech yeah. and my teaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of the power. That's right. It takes the power and the spirit of God to make a man a minister. That's right. He can learn all he wants to learn. He can go to many schools as he wants to go. But until he is dude with that power from on high, he'll never make a minister of God. That's the way I believe. We learn at the feet of Jesus. If any man speak, so says the word of God. Let him speak as of the oracles which God giveth. The Bible says that. Well, I got off on something else there. Uh, I, I didn't. I didn't know what to read about. I, I didn't know what to talk on. And when it comes to getting up a, a text or whatever you call it, I'm kind of poor at that. I, I'm a better spur-of-the-moment fellow, I guess you'd say, but uh, I like for people to know how we believe. Uh, This is Christ-sanctified Holy Church here. This is our building. This is our benches. These are our walls. This is Christ-sanctified Holy Church, and I think it only proper and good manners that we preach the doctrine of Christ-sanctified Holy Church in Christ-sanctified Holy Church. We're not trying to down anybody or trying to be hard on any organization, but we're here tonight to preach to you what Christ-sanctified Holy Church believes. Nothing else. And we believe that it's backed up by the Word of God. And unless what Christ-sanctified Holy Church believes, believes it's not backed up by the Word of God, it's no good. What I think or what you think or my idea or your idea don't amount to much, but if our beliefs and our convictions are backed up by the Word of God, they will stand. And the reason that our church is here today, the reason that we have stood, is because those people had the Spirit of God with them and they had the Word of God with them. That's the only reason we're standing today. We don't intend to let it drag. Well now this is our discipline here, Christ Sanctified Holy Church. I couldn't get my mind off of it, I hope I don't take up too much time. This is in our discipline here, it's alright to read it in Christ Sanctified Holy Church, isn't it? There is but one uncreated, the word of God says he is without beginner of days, and he is without end of life. There is but one uncreated, unoriginated, infinite, and eternal being, the creator. We believe in a creator. We don't think that the world just happened to be here. We don't think that the stars, the moon, and the sun just happened to be there. But the very fact that there is a creation proves to me that there is a creator. Anything that works together, that works together, if we... uh, saw a watch laying out in the woods, we would think somebody had been there and somebody had made that thing and created it. This world and even the human body itself works together so perfectly, it couldn't be just something thrown out into space and just happened, but there is one Creator. God Almighty, He is the Creator. The very fact that there is a creation makes me believe that. Preserver and governor of all things. Everything's under his control. The very very fact that God says something makes it that way because the word of God said it's impossible for him to lie. That's in the scriptures. That there is in this infinite essence a plurality, more than one, of what is commonly called persons, not separately subsisting no. you can't separate one from the other no. but they are one that's right but essentially belonging to the godhead there is one godhead which persons are commonly termed the father the son and the holy ghost oh, God. And generally name the Trinity. We believe in the Trinity
1: then.
0: God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. And they're all one. And you can't separate. I have thought and I have thought, and I have never in my mind been able to separate them. The word of God don't separate
1: them. No. No, it doesn't.
0: That the sacred scriptures, they're sacred to me. They're very sacred to me. And it's careful how we handle this word of God. It says in the last chapter of Revelations, if any man take away from this book and the things that are written in this book, the Lord will take his name out of the book of life. The scripture says that. And if any man add to, to him shall be added the plagues that are contained in this book. It's a sacred book and it's careful how we handle it. Our holy books which form the Old and the New Testaments I believe in them both. Yeah, that's right. I don't believe in just preaching the new and leaving out the old. Or just preaching the old and leaving out the new. But they both work together. Yeah. God worked his plan. Yeah. And in his own good time, he yeah. worked it all out just yeah. right. Yes, it is.
1: Sure, it is.
0: They both work together. Yeah, that's yes, right. The new is a fulfillment of the old. That's
1: right. Without the new,
0: the old would be wrong. That's
1: right. Without the
0: old, the new would be wrong. That's right. They work together, don't they? That's
1: right.
0: <laughs> Contain. A full revelation of the will of God in relation to man. So if we want to know the will of God, if we want to be taught of God, if we want to study to find out the things of God, let's study the Word of God. Let to me like that be the best place to go, to the Word of God. In relation to man and alone, sufficient for everything relative to the faith and the practice of the Christian. If you want to learn something about God, read God's Word. That's right. And we're given by the inspiration of God. Yeah. It takes more than just reading the Word to understand the Word. Yeah. But if you get in your heart that yeah. spirit that prompted yeah. those holy men spake as they were moved right. by the Holy Ghost, yeah. if we get that spirit that came on them, if we get it in our heart, it will teach us yeah. as no man need teaching. teach you. And we can't understand it until we do get that spirit. Right. That man, now we're getting down to a little bit of a gospel here now. That man was created. I believe God created me. I don't believe he came from a tadpole or a monkey or something like that. I've read about those things. I believe God created him. I believe he looked just about like you and I look today.
1: They
0: always have. They never have found nothing in between. (laughs) You check on that. They never have found anything in between. God created man, he created the sun, the moon and the stars, the firmament, all the beautiful trees and the flowers, and when all was darkness and all was dark, God said, let there be light. And there was light. His brother Ben preached so pretty one time. One day God said let there be light in my soul. And there was
1: light. And
0: he can do the very same thing for every individual here tonight. That their soul is dark. That there is darkness in their heart. God can work on your heart and say let there be light. And the light of God can come into your soul. He can make a new creation out of you. Brand new. That man was created righteousness. And True holiness without any moral imperfection or any kind of propensity to sin when God made man. He made him holy He had no inclination to do wrong, but he was pure and holy in the sight of God and he had a communion with God Well, we can read that in the Word of God and God said Let us make man in our image. And we need to get our mind away from temporal things and flesh and blood and natural men, but get our minds on the spiritual man. And God said, let us make man in our image and after our likeness. And let him have dominion over the fish and of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth so God created man in his own image man had a godlike nature he had a pure heart and he had true holiness and God created him male and female created he them in the image of God they were holy people yes they were according to the scriptures that's right without any moral imperfection or any propensity to sin, but free. He made him a free moral agent too. He didn't force him to serve him. But free to stand or fall. But he fell from this state. We can read in the Word of God how man fell from that holy estate. There was a tree in the Garden of Eden, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And God told man, the day that you eat of that fruit, ye shall surely die. And according to the word of God, the devil came along in the form of a serpent, serpent, And he fooled Eve, she partook of the fruit, she in turn fooled Adam, and he partook of it, and they died from the presence of God. That's according to the scripture. And God said, in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. They lived temporally, but they died a spiritual death from God. Darkness came into their hearts. Wickedness came into their hearts. They become morally corrupt in their nature. And what does it say? and transmitted this moral defilement yeah, to Lord. all his posterity. Yeah, yeah. In other words, through the downfall of Adam, yeah. the carnal mind was inherited to everyone by everyone else.
1: Right.
0: By the disobedience of one, many were made sinners, but by the obedience of one, yeah. shall many be made righteous. Yeah. There is a way out.
1: Yeah.
0: Now this is what our church believes. We're free to stand morally defiled, defilement he he transmitted to all his posterity that to counteract this evil principle god didn't leave us there now most of the doctrines that's flooding the world today says it's wrong to sin they acknowledge that first transgression in the garden of eden the first initial sin as it's often called They acknowledge that and they say it's wrong to sin and it's better that we should not sin but they also say we can't help but sin every day. But God made a plan to counteract this nature. And when he came on the earth, Nicodemus came to him by night and says, Good master, what must I do to be saved? Yeah. And Jesus says, Verily, verily, yeah. I say unto you, right. except you be born again, yeah. you cannot see the kingdom of God. Right. That's what was came to counteract that yeah. nature. Yeah. A new birth where we could have the nature of Christ in our heart. Right. 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 We could be born brand new yeah. on the inside. A new
1: creature. Yeah,
0: the word of God say, he, says he that sinneth is of the devil. That well, do don't sound like this, I'm upholding sin. No. He that sinneth is of the devil. Well. For this purpose the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. And whosoever is born of God doth not commit sin. For his seed, Christ, yeah. remaineth in him. And he cannot sin because he is born of God. Right. Right. And if any man have not the spirit of God, Christ, he is not of him. Right. Right. If we're born of God, we won't commit sin. That's, right. That's according to the scriptures.
1: Right.
0: Counteract this evil principle and bring man into a savable state. When that angel spoke to Joseph, he says, "Fear not to take unto thee Mary, for that thing uh, she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sin." Yeah. Jesus brought us back into that salable state. Yes. We could yes. be redeemed right. back to the time that we could have true holiness and have a pure heart before God right. as he created him in the beginning.
1: That's, right.
0: That's the purpose of being born again.
1: That's right.
0: God from his infinite love formed the purpose of redeeming man from his lost estate by Jesus Christ. And in the interim, in the time of the, between the fall... In the coming of Christ. That's what that means. In the interim, sent his Holy Spirit. I believe he did. Yes, he
1: did.
0: And I believe God had a people. And I believe they were the chosen of God and they were the people of God. And I believe they made it to heaven. That's right. Sent his Holy Spirit to enlighten, strive with, and convince men of sin, righteousness, and judgment. And when I read that, my mind went right on over to Isaiah where the Lord sent his spirit and he was working with his people and he was forming a plan that one day he would redeem his people. Then the eyes of the blind shall be opened, yeah, right. and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. Yeah. This was the Lord speaking yeah, through Isaiah. Yeah, right. Then shall the lame man leap, leap as in a heart, then right. the tongue of the dumb shall yeah. sing, and in the wilderness shall waters break out as streams that's in the desert. Right. A change can come into a person's heart. Yeah, right. The parched ground shall become a pool, and the thirsty land yeah, springs yeah. of water and the habitations of dragons where each lay shall be grass with reeds and rushes. <laughs> Now listen, and a highway shall be there. He was speaking to Isaiah years ago. A highway shall be there, and a way, and it shall be called what? The way of holiness. The way of holiness is looked down on in the world. It's looked down on as a low way. But the true way of holiness is a highway in the world. It's the highest standard that it that can be, and it'll take holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. So says the Scripture. And a highway shall be there, and a way, and it shall be called the way of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over it, but it be... For those, the wayfaring man, though fools shall not err therein. The line, no line shall be there, nor any ravenous beast. Nothing of that nature. But a sweet nature. A good nature. When I think about that, I think about over two thousand years ago. On that cold Christmas morn when Christ was born, that special star was hung in the sky. That was a special star. That wasn't just no ordinary one. One that had never shone before and won't never shine again. A special star. And that angel appeared unto the shepherds on the hillside. I love to think about it. It says, Lo, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day. In the city of David, a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. He shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in the manger. And suddenly there was with the angels, a multitude of the heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest. And on earth, peace and goodwill towards men. That spirit that came into the world over 2,000 years ago can come into our hearts today. That spirit of peace, of joy, of gladness, of goodwill to all men can be born within our hearts and cause a man's life to be changed. That spirit isn't dead, but it's alive today. And the ransom of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with songs and everlasting joy upon their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. I believe it said you shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace and the mountains and the hills shall break forth before you in the singing and all the trees of the field shall tap their hands and as to the thorn shall come up the fir tree and as to the briar shall come up the myrtle tree and it shall be to the Lord for a name and for an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. That's, right. That's something else in Isaiah. The Lord was working with his people, wasn't he? Yes,
1: he was.
0: That in due time, Jesus the Christ the Son of God, the only begotten Son of God, yeah, yeah. the Savior of the world. I'm reading this out yeah, of our, yeah. out of the Bible, don't it? The Savior yeah. of the world became incarnated. Yeah. God manifest in the flesh. Yeah. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, yeah. and the Word was God, yeah. and the Word was made flesh and dwelt yeah. among us. Yeah. Even His name, Emmanuel, which being interpreted, is God with us. God yeah. with us. That's, right. That's in the Scriptures. Yeah teaching the purest truth and working the most stupendous and beneficent miracles you remember when the prophets of the disciples of John the Baptist went to trying to find out are you the Christ are you yeah. the one it says you go back and tell John yeah. that the blind see yeah. that the lame yeah. walk that the deaf hear yeah. that the dead are raised up and that the poor have the gospel preached yeah. there was no doubt but that he was the Christ yeah. that this divine person foretold by the prophets we read it foretold by the prophets and described by the evangelists and apostles as really and properly god yeah, right. you can't separate them no, god having the inspired writers assigned him every attribute essential to the deity being one with him he is called god jehovah he also is also a perfect man and he was our example i believe it says in one place to follow in his steps who did no sin who did no sin, and neither was God found in his mouth. And he was tempted in all points, like as ye are, yet without sin. He proved that God, dwelling in an earthen vessel, could live a holy life day in and day out. He proved that a man being born by the Holy Ghost could uh, uh, have that spirit in his heart and live a holy life every day. He is also a perfect man in consequence of his incarnation. Uh, God in the heart makes a man perfect. Yes.
1: Right.
0: Know ye not that your bodies are the temple of the living God? If so be that the Spirit of God dwell in him. And if, any, and if the, any man defile the temple, him will God destroy. Because the temple of God is holy, which temple ye are. That's also found in the scriptures. In his incarnation, in that man or manhood dwelt in all the fullness. Now I like this. Of the Godhead bodily. So his nature is twofold. Yeah. Yeah. So his nature is twofold. Divine and human are God manifest in the flesh.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: That is human nature is derived from the blessed Virgin Mary. I thank yeah. God for her.
1: Yeah.
0: From the Blessed Virgin Mary. Through the creative energy of the yeah. Holy Ghost. That's
1: right. Yeah. That's, true. That's right.
0: This is in the the first of Luke, the tw- starting in the 26th verse, and in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was yeah. sent from God and yeah. to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin, virgin, yeah. virgin. a spouse to a man whose name was Joseph. Yeah. This is the Bible of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. Yeah. And the angel came unto her and said, "Hail, thou art highly favored. Yeah. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou." Among women, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: that was a blessing.
1: Yeah.
0: Although it had some persecution along with it, yes, yeah. it she lost her reputation. Yeah. But she was—I guess she was just about the most blessed on the earth at that yeah. time. Yeah. And the angel said unto her, "Hail, thou art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among yeah. women." Yeah. And when she saw him, she was troubled at the saying, yeah. and casting her mind, what manner of salutation yeah. this was, she didn't know what to think. Yeah. But the angel explained it all out, and the angel said unto her, Fear not, for for behold, thou hast found favor with God, and behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, and he shall be great, he shall be called the son of the highest, and the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David, and he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. Of his right. kingdom, that kingdom. kingdom, that came, same kingdom that Daniel saw. Yeah. Of his kingdom, there shall be no end. Right. Right. The kingdom the of God cometh not with observation, yeah. neither shall you say, Lo here, yeah. or lo there, but behold the kingdom of God is yeah. within yeah. you. Right. That's yeah. the kingdom of God yeah. that we've been in that we got in tonight. Yeah. We're not looking for it, but we're in the kingdom yeah. of God. That's right. We're in the kingdom of God. According to the scriptures. That's right. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever.
1: forever.
0: Ain't nothing else much gonna happen then about establishing his kingdom, is it? It's been established. Yeah, it is. Forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. No end. Right. The word of God says the law and the prophets were until John, and since that time the kingdom of God is preached. Yeah.
1: That's
0: when the kingdom of God came, it came when Jesus yeah. came.
1: Yes, it did. Yes, it did.
0: Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? Very plain, isn't it? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the high shall overshadow thee. Therefore that holy thing which shall be born in thee shall be called the Son of God. When we go on our knees and confess our sins and get this temple cleaned up, and then we go back the second time. Yeah. When we tarry in Jerusalem, then the Holy Ghost can overshadow us. Yeah. And that holy thing that's born yeah. within us is the Son of God. That's, right. that's, right. that's just how it works. That's right. that's how it works. Right. That holy thing, when the Holy Ghost overshadows us, and we are baptized with the Holy Ghost yeah. and with fire. As Brother Ben was yeah. talking today, that Holy Ghost is a witness. Yeah. That's right. yeah. You can't separate him from God or Jesus either. The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore, that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. He was the Son of God. No earthly father. That is, human nature is derived from the Blessed Virgin Mary through the creative energy of the Holy Ghost, according to the Scriptures. But his divine nature, because God is infinite and eternal, uncreated, underived, unbegotten, which were it otherwise he could not be God in any proper sense of the word, without beginning of days or ending of life. That as he took upon himself the nature of man, he died for the whole human race without respect of persons, equally for all and every person. We don't have a corner on this thing. We don't want a corner on it. But I thought today as they were singing that song, when I inherit that mansion, thought about Brother Harry, thought about his father, his grandfather, so forth, and then I looked, I don't know why, but I looked at a couple of French folks back there, and they had their hands in there. They got the same inheritance. They got the very same inheritance. Make no difference who my earthly father who my earthly grandfather is, but if my father is God in heaven, I've got the same inheritance among the sanctified as anybody else. That's how God made it. We don't inherit this thing through flesh and blood, but we are all children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. Thought I'd skip over here. That justification or the pardon of all actual sins is an instantaneous act of God's infinite mercy on the behalf of a penitent soul. In other words, when we come to God for forgiveness of sins, we have to repent. We can't be a sham or think we're going to go back in sin the next day, but we've got to repent with all our heart and never intend to sin against God God again. And a broken and a contrite heart, he will in no wise cast out. And we have to bring forth fruits meet for repentance. We can't go back in sin and then come and expect God to sanctify us on that old conversion. Trusting only in the merits of Jesus Christ. Our forgiveness of sins comes through Jesus Christ. Every bit of everything we've got comes through Jesus Christ. That this act right. is absolute in respect of all past actual sins, all being forgiven where any are forgiven. Right. Now he don't just forgive you of one and then remember no. something else. But if he forgives you of one, he, he forgives, forgives you of him. all of them. Yeah. He says, "I'll cast him in the sea of forgetfulness, into the sea of forgetfulness, and remember against you no more, no. as That's far right. as the east is from the west." Yeah. That's, right. That's how far our sins will be departed from us when we repent to God. That's a pretty long ways. That's right. But there's something else. We didn't stop there in this. We didn't just stop at forgiveness. That moral corruption, that thing that was passed on us through the transgression of Adam, that moral corruption of the natural human heart by the precious blood of Jesus Christ here in this life without which none are prepared for heaven. We have to get rid of that carnality. Yeah. We have to get the spirit of Christ in our hearts yeah. or we are not prepared for heaven. Right. Right. And that comes as a second work after the forgiveness of sin. Right. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just yeah. to forgive us our sins yeah. and to yeah. cleanse us yeah. from all unrighteousness.
1: Right. Right. Give us the power.
0: That is according to the scriptures. All that is. He says when he spoke to Paul, he told him he would send him to the Gentiles to preach to the Gentiles who turn it from darkness to light, from the power of Satan and the God, that they might receive forgiveness of sins and an inheritance among them that are sanctified by faith that is in me. It takes both words. Here in this life without which none are prepared for heaven and that we must live under the continual influence of the grace of Christ. Yes, we do. That's the only reason why we're here today is the grace of Christ. I thought about where would any of us be today if it weren't for God. Uh, We're all just
1: people.
0: We're all just people. And if we don't be careful, if we don't watch it, the devil can get us. But by the grace of God, we're here today. Continual influence of the grace of Christ without sinning against God, all evil tempers and sinful propensities being destroyed and the heart being filled with the pure love of God and man being sanctified by the Holy Ghost. That's what makes our hearts pure. Now turn over here and read this one more place. For it is not possible that the blood of bulls and goats should take away sin. Wherefore when he cometh into the world he saith, Sacrifice and offering thou wouldest not, but a body hast thou prepared me. A perfect body. A holy sacrifice. But hast thou prepared me in burnt offerings and sacrifices for sins? Thou hast had no pleasure. Then said he, Lo, Jesus speaking, I come to do thy will, O God. He taketh away the first, that he may establish the second. By which will we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ who once for all. We are sanctified by faith in that precious blood that was shed over 2,000 years ago. Our forgiveness comes through it and our sanctification yes, yes.
1: too. Right.
0: In every high priest standing daily ministering and offering oftentimes the same sacrifices which could never, never. according to the word of God, never take away sins. Right. But this man could. Yeah. But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, yeah. no more sacrifice, yeah. he finished his work, sat idea. down on the right hand of God, his forth expecting till his enemies be made his footstool. For by what offering he has perfected forever them that are sanctified. I'm glad tonight I believe in the word of God. And that was just a little bit.
1: That's
0: just a little bit and that took a long time. That's just a little bit of what we believe. I thank God that it's backed up by the word of God. We intend to stand by it and nothing else. Because God is our help. No matter what comes or what goes. Yeah. I thought about uh, a little crowd of us moved down to Augusta. Y'all all know that, I presume.
1: Yeah.
0: And I thought, as I said over in the conference building, uh, you all just have another church. That's the way we feel about it. Yes. Now, we're not just the Christ-Sanctified Holy... We're not just a Church of Augusta. But we're part of Christ-Sanctified Holy Church yeah. of Augusta, George. Yeah. We're still part of the church and this is what we're gonna uphold. Yeah. And if God be our help, we're gonna do in the best way we can to bring sinners home to God.